We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Now's the time to get more happy because the SoCal resident ticket is back at the Disneyland Resort. Save up to 25% on select multi-day tickets, and with more savings, you get more excitement, more joy, and more magic. There's no better time to get more happy. Visit Disneyland.com SoCal or click on the banner for details. Savings based on non-discounted price for the same ticket. Valid for residents and select SoCal zip codes with valid ID. Tickets expire May 24th, 2018. Restrictions apply. Now's the time to get more happy because the SoCal resident ticket is back at the Disneyland Resort. Save up to 25% on select multi-day tickets. And with more savings, you get more excitement, more joy, and more magic. There's no better time to get more happy. Visit Disneyland.com SoCal or click on the banner for details. Savings based on non-discounted price for the same ticket. Valid for residents and select SoCal zip codes with valid ID. Tickets expire May 24th, 2018. Restrictions apply. This is, this is, this is, this is. Heat beat, heat beat, heat beat. With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Nava. So with me today, we have co-founder Brian Goins. How are hey you? Yo. We have Heat Twitter, Heat Twitter president Alf. Can't speak today. Hello. He's not even looking at the camera, so sometimes I don't even know if he's paying attention. He's just looking down at his phone. Probably slandering on Twitter. Unpresidential-like. Yes. Or probably right. presidential-like, considering how things are nowadays. We have uh, Team Petty President Hot Take Harry. Hey. I'm and here. we have special guests. Now, Casey, I can't say your last name, and I don't even want to try. Could you help me? Sure. It's Wallach. Wallach. Okay. Yep. Is that Polish? Uh, Czech. But I am part Polish, too. So, oh, see, I was yeah. close. Yeah. And Casey, you are a producer. Where can people find your work? Well, I'm a former producer. Okay. Um, I used to work on the Andrew Powell Show back... I mean, it's been like almost a year now, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I've just been kind of doing stuff here and there in the meantime. Uh, Casey's in Milwaukee, but she's a heat lifer. Yep. She is a heat lifer. And um, speaking of heat lifers, I'm all in on James Johnson being a heat lifer. Now, who saw that segue? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no dude, one did. That, to quote our very own Lefty Leif, that is what a heat player looks like. I know he does dumb shit from time to time. Ah, oh, damn it, Brian. I can't curse. I forgot. You can edit that out. Uh, it wasn't me. start to the show. It wasn't Alf this time. It wasn't Alf. It wasn't Alf. Um, no, but like, honestly, and I know that we've talked ad nauseum at who they're going to keep and who not they're going to keep, and we're going to get into the win streak in a second, and we're going to make fun of the Knicks very soon. I'm thinking that James Johnson could be a part of the future, not because of his age, just because he's just... He's kind of this brand of power forward that Eric Spolstra has been building on since Shane Battier, really. Like this brand of power forward that can defend multiple positions, can be versatile, can make decisions. We saw it with Battier, then we saw it with Luol Dang, and now we're seeing it again 
with James Johnson. And that kind of player allows him to coach that positionless basketball that he likes to do. And I just think that's really important to how he wants to make things run. Alf? Oh, Harrison looked like he was ready to go. Like he was I, ready know, I just to wanted un- to throw it to somebody. I don't want silence. Harrison, are you going to call me stupid or what? Um, I don't, not, I mean, I always call you a name, so I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> we're changing things. No, I just, I mean, I don't like you. The heat liver thing is stupid because Wade made it up and then he left like a That's month, what you took so. of everything I said? <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to start and then you go into something else. So some I like James Johnson. If they want to keep him for two to three years, great. He's, he'd be worth, uh, whatever contract they decided to give him. But I mean, a stupid team is going to throw millions and millions of dollars at James Johnson and he'll have to decide if he wants to stay with the heat where he seems to be very productive and where he's a key piece off the bench or, you know, if he's going to go waste his career on the Knicks or the Lakers or something like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be great to keep James Johnson. I don't know how likely that is. But I think that they should probably overspend for him a little bit. Not too much, obviously, but they probably will. I think they should pay a little bit over market value for him. What's uh, what's overspending? I mean, the cap is already smaller than people thought for next season. And oh, we're going to get into that later. I think if you, I mean, I think if you gave him like three for 36 or something, that's probably where I'd go. But I wouldn't yeah. want and I think that, that. Well, the thing is, you got to see what the market dictates for a guy like him. And, you know, when you have the conversation of who on this team, um, the the one and one guys who you'd want to keep long term, I think he has to be at the top of the list. I think even beyond Dion, just because of like what you were talking about, how he's kind of the prototypical positionless power power forward now, like he can guard every position on the floor and he can play. I mean, he could be your power forward. He could be your small forward. He could be a shooting guard for God's sake. Like he can handle the ball. He, he's so versatile. He can't really be, be put into a box, which is why I say, I, even if you, if you look at what Dion's done and what he's done, I know Dion is, has been more flashy and it's been the bigger story, but overall the guy, I would say you might want to like, like you say, overpay for a little bit is James Johnson. Here's why I think they have a chance. And Casey, I want to get your thoughts in a second. Casey, a cla- just saw, Casey just saw in person like James Johnson's best game of the season. Right. So, okay, Casey, so what do you think? What, what, give us your thoughts. Um, well, I mean, I think, what did he have? He had something like crazy, like 17 points in the second half last night and all that. And he was all over the place. I mean, I, I mean, the hustle last night was pretty amazing to see, like, the rebounding and everything. But, um. I don't, do you consider him like you know typical glue guy? Like you know, like you always consider Battier, you know that glue guy, and I think he's got that potential to be that, and that's a valuable thing to have. I think um, he kind of is that already. Yeah, and yeah, he kind of he does bring a lineup together. Like whatever lineup you put out on the floor, like James Johnson can kind of you can put him in into any lineup, and situationally he can kind of bring that make that lineup make sense i don't know if i don't know if i'm making sense right now but be when you have a mismatched group of guys out there james johnson can fit any role that you really need him to which is what i like guys into the positions that they need to be because he can do whatever exactly yeah that's true i I also think he james johnson gains a lot of respect in the locker room when you're standing up for teammates the fact that he went you know, went right away and pushed uh, the guy who had thrown Dude, the song. He's seen nobody. He seems like the best teammate ever. I like. He just seems like he's always. He's always. He has everyone's back. He's always cheering on the other guys. He's. He just seems like an awesome teammate, an awesome guy to have on the team. Like, I don't know. I love the guy. And There's a little Birdman in him. Yeah, and he had the greatest quote ever after that game where he where they asked him about, you know, picking <laughs> fights and he said, I don't think I could beat up everybody in the world, but I give myself a pretty good shot. They um I think they're gonna have a pretty decent chance to keep him just because of the class of free agents this year. There's a lot of similar guys that kind of fit that role, like Otto Porter Jr., PJ Tucker, uh guys uh, Igudala, um, Patrick Patterson, guys that are very similar to him in terms of skill set. Not skill set, but... This win streak's making people some money, isn't it? Oh, my God. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's going to make James Johnson money, and it's going to make Dion money. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah, Willie, dumb Willie Reed, like, too. Really, really dumb. Willie Reed, like, there's a lot of dumb money right. right now. There's a lot of Knicks money being spent right now. <laughs> Dion is, like, peak Knicks, right? Oh, D- I'm telling you, we need to flip Dion to the Knicks. 
ASAP. They want him so bad, right? Like they're watching. Dolan's like, oh, that guy. That we might be able to get Porzingis for Dion right now. Did you guys see the video of Charles Oakley going berserk last night? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you couldn't see it. It was all over the place. He went full Oakley. He needed like ten dudes to restrain him. Right. Did you see he got three assault charges? Yeah. (laughs) Only. That's what I was about to say. Only, only. I mean, like, come on, poke that one guy in the head, like. Oh, that was, oh. such yeah, a disrespectful! It's such a disrespectful move. I loved it. Yeah, oh. but if we're being real, the Knicks need that kind of fight on the court. I mean, that's that's what <laughs> I know. Like fifty four, and he's gray now. But like, get him out there, man. He'd box some people out, get some rebounds. They don't have any of that on that team. What I appreciate about Oakley is he does not. He's. He is disrespectful with his fighting style. Like, when he doesn't really feel that he needs to punch you, all his stories are about him slapping people. Like, he doesn't even feel like you deserve, like, a closed fist. Right. I, I always said the worst thing you could do is slap another man. Like, that is just complete. And then he went beyond just slapping. Like Casey said, he finger-poked <laughs> a guy in the face. Yeah. And the guy couldn't do anything. He just, like, he's like, okay, okay, Oak. All right, Oak. You're poking me in the face, Oak. That's my face, Oak. And he just sat there. He did nothing. And then the other security guards didn't even, like, jump in to help him yet. Right. They were like, okay, he's only finger poking. We, yeah. <laughs> we might be able to defuse this. It's disrespectful, but we can we can deal with this. We can yeah. deal. It's just finger poking. Yeah. It, 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 was the, it was the forearm karate chop that really got him into trouble. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah that, that was what took him over the edge. Like, yeah. oh, chill, dog. But the thing is, I know that space he was in. I've been there. So many times, every day we're like, where everyone's like, everyone's like, okay, big man, calm down, and then someone puts their hands on you, and you just completely lose it, and you start right. karate chopping people. Yeah. Like I've been there. That was like my twenties. Like what you <laughs> saw there was my twenties. I'm, I'm talking the whole decade. Like I didn't grow up till I was, I was like 31. I've heard the stories too. It's it's true. <laughs> there was a lot of great Charles Oakley stories too that came out today. Like Antonio Davis was talking earlier on Sports Center and stuff and like you talked about the time with Barkley and the elevator and all this <laughs> yeah I mean like all this stuff it, it's it's just you know I mean I, you don't mess with them it's funny like because I saw him on an episode of Chopped like on the Food what? Network a couple, yeah. wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah on Celebrity Chopped a couple of weeks ago um, he was on there and he looked totally like calm you know he's like oh yeah he's enjoying his retirement cooking like for 400 people at like Michael Jordan's golf outing and like just was real serene and then I saw that video last time I'm like oh wait no no he still got it <laughs> he still got it yeah how many people in the chopped audience do you think knew who he was not many probably because there must be like who the hell is that yeah I don't think one I don't... episode with like sports celebrities and everything that some of them were People from like ten years ago, you might not remember. Like, obviously, if you're like a food, foodie, food network, food network fan, then you're not gonna necessarily. But yeah, it, he was very serene, though. Was he's a nice. He's a nice guy. He used to come into yeah. my restaurant when I worked in Atlanta in was Buckhead. Taco Bell. No, this was uh, Jason's Deli, and there was a cigar shop next door. Oh, like I, where I know where you. Yeah, like there's a cigar shop <laughs> next door. Like. A famous black cigar shop. So, like, you see Barkley, Oakley. You see, like, and Oakley was so nice. Like, he's such a nice guy. But I'm telling you, he got that crazy in him. Yeah, right, I mean, you, the switch. Yeah, he. I saw it, man. I, I I know that look, man. It was like looking in the mirror. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I just I hope I'm not like that when I'm 54. Like that's no. Bad. Yeah. yeah. He just staring at a racist white owner, and you know, just he went off. That's <laughs> it. Does, it doesn't take much. No. <laughs> Thank God he never played for the Clippers. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the Marlins, though. Yeah. Did you hear that news? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ivanka Trump's, uh, what is it, father-in-law might own the team now? Yeah, he spent 14 months in jail, so that'd be perfect for the Marlins. He did? For what? Yeah. I don't know. Some type of money laundering, probably. Is a criminal? That's awesome. Lynching. Lynching. Oh, my God. No, I don't think that. So. <laughs> No, that um, make it uncomfortable. No, but before we got super derailed, I was going to say like that people were all upset uh, with the Heat free agency last year because of what happened. But the truth is, if you see what Spo can do with this team, like we make so many guys money 
So what players that have had off years and just want to yep. come and uh, try to resurrect their career, they can do it in Miami because we put guys in perfect Dude, spots. Spo did it last year. Luau Dang, J- Joe yeah. Johnson, Wayne Wade. Like, a bunch of guys made a lot of money. Like, there's no reason Luau Dang should have got that contract or James Johnson. LeBron James, man. Look, look how we, we yeah, we max him. I don't care. I don't care. Well, I don't care that he LeBron did maximize. Won. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't always. No, no, no. I don't care that LeBron won in Cleveland. He's a great player. He's one of he's, you know, arguably the best player ever. But what he did in Miami, he was an unstoppable force. Like the system that we put guys in, regardless of their skill level, is incredible. Like James Johnson was a fat lug on Toronto. Like he could not move around. And he comes to Miami. And because Riley hates fat chicks, he loses like 34 pounds and he's a machine. Like he's a machine. When Ellington comes in, loses all this weight, Dion Waiters, who never listens to anyone, is suddenly quoting Spo. He's still kind of um, no, no, but the, the no, compared, percentage is way down. Dude, compared to what he looked like before, come was, on, man. Were Dwayne and Shaq the only ones that didn't listen to him? Yes. What are you talking about? Dwayne has always been. Dwayne looks really fat this year. Oh, yeah, but, he's, um, he's Dwayne Waite this year. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gay. I think it's that padding, man. His face is swollen, too. Oh, he has, he has those big cheeks, though. Yeah, when you live in Chicago, you got to right. pack on weight for the winter. Oh. Yeah, he looks like a chipmunk, sto- you know, storing up for the winter. Oh, so, oh. What, do you see it in his face? He's got it in the black. cheeks. That's for the, that's for the, yeah. Come on, it's true. Like, Are you saying that because he's black? No, what? It had nothing to do with... What? what no. How that has nothing to do with race? He's a racist. You racist? He, yes, he is a racist, but you're reaching it. I'm point. not a racist. I, I, was reaching, I was reaching for a joke and it fell flat. I told Casey, you guys last time my parents listened to this podcast. <laughs> like, we can't do this every time. <laughs> did, Casey, you did you, what do they tell you? Casey, did you know the Harrisons are racist? They're just no, I did not. Oh, you They're didn't just, know that? No, I wasn't aware of that. Oh, Alf, I think it might be Heapy story time. No, Ooh. I'm not gonna, I'm not telling the Harrison races bar story time. again. We'll we'll link it in the description. Yeah, those who don't, it's a great it's a great story. But all he you took, need to know he took he took me to a clan bar. This <laughs> what happened? Yeah, that's not that's not hyperbole. Oh my goodness, it's not true. It's not. I mean, I, you can if you'd like to come visit this place. It's very nice. I mean, it's a white bar. <laughs> Just be careful that burning crosses in the parking lot is all. There's a lot of that up in northern Wisconsin, too, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there so, you fit right in. That's a good question. Like, how did you – are you from Milwaukee? Yeah. So how did, you become, how did you become a Heat fan? Uh, I get asked that a lot, and I, I've been – I like, I was, like, you know, Bucks fan my whole life. Ray Allen was my favorite player when they went on that run in 2001 and everything. And then Dwayne Wade was playing for Marquette, and I just fell in love with Wade. And just kind of fall under the heat. And I'd always been a big Pat Riley fan and everything, everything done coaching and everything else. And so then it just became like I became a total heat fan. And like I love watching Wade grow through the years. And even when he left, I mean, I cried a lot. And I'm not alone. <laughs> but I'm still, but I'm still <laughs> like I've fallen in love with the team and the organization so much that I still, you know, ride with them. So. Now you're on the nice. Dion Waiters train. You want to know how Gianni became a sports fan? No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> or Anthony Jack. <laughs> what were we talking what? about before? I forgot. I got I completely got lost. I don't know. I, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Harrison, was... what do, you, do your parents tell you anything when they listen to the show? I mean, they don't really. They understand it's a joke because they know me, so they're not like thinking I suddenly changed. You know, since I moved out, <laughs> but. <laughs> But I'm sure they're wondering how something like that starts and why it continues. So, boy, yes, for a treat. Is it true what they say about you? Yeah, I mean, I you know I get that once in a while when I go home. So, fake I try news. To that's a funny. Use, he is such a situation. he is such a liberal dude. Like that's the best part about it. like he is such a oh. left wing nut. <laughs> and I painted him as this racist. You even went to the women's rally. Yeah, you made up, you, yeah, you made up one story about me. Yeah, I was down in Miami marching with all the wonderful ladies down you, you there. So I don't you know. Trying to pick you somebody up? You sat down. No, I went with my girlfriend. Oh. But honestly, that's a really good idea. And oh, that would yeah. be like, that sounds like a really good Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Like Larry goes to the women's march to try yeah. to pick up. Dude, I was, was going to say it's always sunny. 
If yeah, or single, that too. If I was single, I've been all up in that woman's marsh. <laughs> I went biking. I don't, I don't even know what that means. You know what? I, you know what that oh, means. Okay, you know all what right. that means. Come on. I knew what he meant. Yeah, I think we were talking about basketball, but I don't remember. They won streak, a lot of right? games. Twelve wins. Twelve wins. Twelve old car. Yeah, when's, when's yeah. the streak going down? I think over the next. I three, thought. I, I thought, thought yesterday was going to be it. I thought that was it. Yeah, I did too. But I think it's going to go down between. We're definitely losing to Houston next week, so I think it might happen before then. These three games aren't tough, but they seem like, you know, games where you might uh, might slip up a little bit. Like Brooklyn's lost how many in a row? We might go in feeling. Yeah, a I don't tough. like. Listen, there's no team that the Heat can't lose against. Like, let's. let's no. All pump the brake. Like, like people need to pump the brakes. Like I, I, I was listening to uh, Zaslow and Tobin, and they're basically counting Heat wins. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, did you forget what was going on like less than six right. weeks ago? Like, yeah. you cannot chalk up anything to a like. No, Brooklyn can come in here and whoop our ass. Like, no, Dion. Yeah, and I'm. I, would you be surprised if we got our ass whooped by Brooklyn? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would not be surprised if they go on a ten-game losing streak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, just take it one day at a time. But the the interesting thing about last night is the one of the big things on the streak has been how lights out the Heat have shot from three. And yeah. in the first half, they weren't really shooting well at all, but they still were up. So, you know, they were finding ways to score to manufacture points, and that was they, that was Harrison. You're right. That was like really encouraging that. What was what what was the most encouraging is that yeah they won that game who did they played the other night the Timberwolves yeah and they they on a, at a, a one fifteen to one thirteen whatever that was and you know Spo was probably livid win or lo- win or lose that they allowed the Timberwolves to score one hundred thirteen points and for them to come back with a really good defensive effort like it says a lot about the team like okay Spo's hot. We need to hold this team under 100 points. And, like, they came out there and they, you know, they whooped the Bucks monkey ass. It was beautiful. Right. I mean, they were all over the boards. Like, it was it was crazy. And Milwaukee couldn't rebound for crap. And, uh, <laughs> it, no, I mean, like, really, because I'm just watching, like, you're really not getting anything. And, like, but, yeah, the Heat, they were just offensively, defensively, just all over the boards, which is really nice to see, like, them having some hustle and all that. Magruder was but, awesome yesterday. Magruder like, was amazing, dude. Yeah. I played so hard. I was ready to cut him in the first half or the <laughs> beginning of the season. I was like, what is this guy doing here? Like, we're losing we're losing guys left and right and he's dude. I mean he was he had that one streak where he was guarding all these guys and they <laughs> and they made him and look they were, so they were bad. torching him. Oh my God. What, wasn't it like mellow James Harden, Kevin Durant? <laughs> Yeah, but maybe, but maybe that's part of the school of like hard knocks, you know? Like maybe Spo makes him guard all these guys and get killed, and it just motivated him because he looks really good. He 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 looks like he caught up to NBA speed at the beginning of the season. He looked like he was playing at D League speed, and now, I mean, he's doing well. He he did oh, he, pretty well on Giannis last night. He was guarding he's, him. He's honestly beyond NBA speed. Like the like the ball, the loose balls that he gets to, like. He has no reason, like there's no reason he should be able to grab that loose ball. But he just, he like he doesn't care. Like it feels like there's like a certain understanding between NBA players. Like that ball is bouncing. I'm gonna go for it. Everyone else just stay back. Magruder's like, f your stupid NBA rules. I'm from, <laughs> like like Hassan said, he's from that D League jungle, and he, yeah, he's he's going for quote. it. He's that was all, He's from that jungle. Honey Badger, don't give him. <laughs> <laughs> he don't care about that. He's guarding all stars. He don't care about all that. That was it's, it was beautiful to watch him play last night. Hassan is having great post game quotes. He's on a little bit of a roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Goron, the last night. Although I I actually liked what he said last night, and I know that like we can chalk it up to being ridiculous because it's Hassan, but like that sounds like an awful life, like scrapping in the D League to hope somebody maybe picks you up because somebody gets hurt or something. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I think it's I think it's rough, but a lot of guys stay around because they're so close to the NBA. Like going to Europe is much more lucrative, but you know, staying close by even though you're making not a lot of money at all is kind of giving these guys hope. But that's why the two-way contracts next year are going to be super interesting for yep. uh, the teams that utilize them because 
man, that I mean, people getting upset when uh, when the Warriors signed Weber is understandable, but yeah, I mean, listen, the Heat went with Magruder over him. That seems to be a better choice. And if the Heat wanted to open roster spots, um, they could have. There are certain things they could have done. They, they you know, they, if letting Weber sit there till February means that they like him, but he's not, you know, their number one choice. So people freaking out and calling Riley names, and we need to. We need to slow down on like hating these people. Riley seems to be know what he's know what he's doing. Spo seems to be know seems to know what he's doing, and I think we just need to appreciate what we have as Heat fans. We're lucky. Like, there's not a lot of you. You know, you see the Knicks freaking out and calling Oakley names after that last night, and the Bulls are a mess. I mean, a, a lot of these organizations are awful, and so to consistently be able to look at the Heat and feel a sense of pride. I mean, even at eleven and thirty, which was bad, you're like, "All right, we can turn this around. We'll get a top pick." Now you're like, "Hey, we'll get we'll get a draft pick. We have assets we can move, and you know, we're still the Heat. We're not we're not in Dude, the at, at at eleven and thirty. You were still saying, "Look how hard this team plays, right?" And you, we were all talking about the process. How did they got great great shots all the time, and they just had crappy players. And one of the things you're alluding to, Harrison, and about because like, I'm one of the people who love Briante. I wanted Briante on this team, but what other fan base is so keyed in to their D League affiliate? that they get upset when a guy like Briante goes to another team. Like, that just shows you what the Heat have done with the, with the Sky Force. Like, nobody else knows who their D-League affiliate is. Nobody, like, we know about Benson, about Weber, Okaro. Keith Benson, stop acting like you don't know who Keith Benson is. I don't know who the hell Keith Benson is. Jankovic. Okay. Jankovic, like, we know I didn't guys. know what Okaro looked like until he showed up, like, in a preseason. Nobody game. really know, knew what Okaro looked like. I still yeah. kind of don't. Like, plus, yeah. they, plus, they do it. They do the games on Facebook Live now, so you can't see anyway. So it's not – you didn't really need to know what they look like. If you know their oh. name, that's that's good enough. But, like, we know our D-League prospects. Like, what other fan base knows their D-League prospects? Like, so when, when people call, talk about... a rhetorical question you just asked. Because we're not part of other fan bases. Casey, Casey do the Bucks, Bucks fans fan. know who their D-League affiliate is? Well, we just got one yesterday. They The Bucks finally got a, a D-League affiliate that's going to start in uh, this coming season in Oshkosh up here. So they finally purchased yeah. their own D-League. So that would be nice. Fighters. Uh, Oshkosh but, is a real place? <laughs> yeah, like, like the store Oskosh Bagash. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure what they're gonna call them. Maybe the Bagash is probably not. <laughs> Are they, are they gonna are they gonna wear like oh denim god. denim uh, outfits? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Denim jumpers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it might impact it might impact the shooters. Denim yeah. jerseys, denim jerseys. <laughs> so, it's a little overall, tight. Like, oh, overalls. That would be that would be. Yeah. No, those are the warm. Those are the warm ups. Casey said they might call them the Bagashes. We they're called like, the Oshkosh Bagashes. Yeah, we a bunch of names that we were coming up with funny stuff I, up here, and yeah, it's they have I like was, a like you can go on the website, and like you know, fan vote for stuff, like and submit suggestions and everything. Well, we need to uh, hack that poll. <laughs> yeah, and I want a jersey if they're the Oshkosh Bagashes. Oh yeah, I'd buy they, some overalls. <laughs> no, the jersey should look like. like oh, 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 okay. All right. My, I, I, like a regular I want the Sky Force to do that now. I'm jealous. It a, but it should be patterned like overalls. Like that'd be cool, or not, or not at all. It wouldn't be cool at all. No, I mean, I'll, I mean that's, that's clearly white the coolest thing in the world. I mean, what are you talking? White people about? would be into that. Smell <laughs> There's a lot of white people in Milwaukee, aren't? That's your customer. Yes, right? there are. Milwaukee gets a bad rap, but I had a good time I, like one day. Nobody Milwaukee. said anything bad about Milwaukee. What are you Milwaukee talking about? Gets a bad city. I just that's said there's white people. Where'd you get against a bad I've never heard of bad things spoken yeah, about like, Milwaukee. Where has Milwaukee ever gotten a bad rap? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Where'd that come from? Like, where what's what's this Milwaukee slander you've been hearing? I don't know. I've heard it before. I don't know. I hear it for Cleveland and Detroit, not really yeah, from Milwaukee. I heard it from the, the streets. Temple. I don't know. Well, there was like a big conflict, like when the Bucks president Peter Fagan said, like in October or something, that um, Milwaukee was like one of the most segregated, racist cities in the in the country and everything. And it got taken a lot out of context and all that, but it blew up into this whole big thing and everything. So that's where a little bit of that comes in, but they've kind of smoothed that, that is, out a little. 
That is 100% not what Harrison was talking about. Like, Harrison had no idea about that kind of I think Harrison likes it a little more now. Yeah, I know. He's like, cool. <laughs> Wait, what? Segregated. Segregated. Bro? His ears are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Citrin. <laughs> Jim Crow make me laugh every time. <laughs> I just found an Instagram picture by I'll just of Jim Crow. No, <laughs> I just searched Milwaukee slander on Twitter, and the first thing that came up is a picture is of Harrison? Joel Embiid tagging himself in a picture next to a, a Milwaukee Bucks player, and it says "bleep hole" as a location. <laughs> that's his location. Oh my god, that's funny. I, I wish we could name this podcast "Jim Crow makes me laugh every time," but we're corporate sponsored now. Yeah, we can't do Stamp. that. Staples will not appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, yeah. Harrison's parents wouldn't appreciate it. Oh yeah, no, I don't think Geico and who else? Who else sponsors us? What was the other one I heard? Oh no, sorry, Almighty Baller. Um, listen, we'll talk about basketball to make you feel better. Um, so I'm, I was looking at some numbers and the Heat's, um. Field goal attempts that are considered open overall for the season and during the streak, they're almost identical. Obviously, they have a couple; they have a little bit, a little bit of a bump during the streak, but the numbers are are almost negligible. Almost like forty percent of their shots are are like open to wide open. Yeah, but we said that we've been. No, I know, but I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving I'm giving proof. Like it's yeah. it's not just us because I, I heard Lebetard talking about that and. I know that we've talked before about how a lot of sports radio and a lot of sports analysis, especially with this team, sucks. is lazy. Yeah, it sucks, and they're just talking nonsense like, oh, shots are just going in. They're taking bad shots. No, they're taking good open shots that are finally falling because guys like Wayne Ellington are healthy. Deion Waiters is on a bit of a hot streak, and Goran's on a hot streak, but they're good shots that they're taking. Yeah, and I mean, it's it not- was— Go. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off, but at the beginning of the season, it was basically the Heat were getting to the paint, and they were, you know, first or second in the league at shooting corner threes, and now those shots are falling. Like, but the repetition is what's helped them to get there. Like, you just don't. They're not. You know, look, Dion takes some heat check shots. Like the one that he made over the Warriors to win the game is not is not like the shot you draw up. But yeah, you know, when you're feeling it, you're feeling it, and so. If you're repeating this process, which has worked for Spo's whole career, where you get to the paint, you get to the line, and then you hit the corner three, which is the most efficient shot in the game, um, you know, you're eventually it's going to work, and it just like see, it's clicked at the same time. And listen, it helps that you know I think we saw only three of the teams on the on the streak have been over 500, but uh, we're just playing good basketball, and that's why you've beaten teams like the Rockets and the Warriors, and and you've really been playing well did we wait did we give crab credit for his ridiculous prediction in the minnesota game the other night it was a ridiculous prediction at halftime he was like i think i forgot what the heat were up by and he said oh the heat are gonna win by two and it's gonna be a cluster bleep and uh it was, i mean it was amazing it was amazing i mean the end of the game was like watching. Uh, it was. It, I think I don't. I don't know if you said it out, but it was really like watching a team that couldn't break a high school press. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I I go it to my like kids, college basketball. I go to my kids' tournaments every weekend, and that is exactly what a team that doesn't know how to break a press looks like: jump passing for no reason into the hands of the opponent. What was the and, most egregious mistake made in that game? Because I'm all in and. Not the James Johnson turnover. The fact that he thought it was a good idea to pass it to Hassan. It's never a good it's, idea to pass it to Hassan. Out of it's, not, it's not a good idea at the end of the game. I mean, listen, the, the Heat have been right. doing, especially the last two seasons, they want their big guys that can dribble bringing up the ball. Like, letting James Johnson bring up the ball has been a big turnaround this year. It's been a big reason why he's been so effective. But get the ball to your point guard at the end of the game. Like, let him make the decision and so that's kind of I give it to Goron the best, thing, make- the, the best thing about that game and why Spo should win coach of the year is that he blamed himself afterwards like oh it's my fault I didn't put them in, in position uh, uh, to win like are you kidding me these are a bunch of grown men who can't handle a full court press like the coach has nothing to do with that 
Like when James Johnson leaves his feet, or whoever it was, Okaro leaves his feet and like throws a two handed chest pass right at the other team at Brog, not Brogdon, whoever the hell. I don't know any Timberwolves players. What was it John <laughs> Lucas the third? <laughs> yeah. What? To, well, was Wiggins it? Or no, no, it wasn't Wiggins. Wiggins didn't steal the ball. Like he just, they, it was just dumb. Like it was just bad basketball. But for Spoda to take that blame, like he deserves coach of the year. Wasn't Minnesota where uh, where Norris Cole had threw it out of bounds? Yes. Oh God. Yeah, I think it's just a bad place for us. We have certain arenas where we just kind of kind of lose our mind, and uh, know, seems to be a repeat of that. That game was kind of nice because I never felt like they were going to lose it. I did. Uh, you did? No, I, I didn't. I had this weird, like, I used to feel that way about the Big 3 Heat, that you knew that even if it was, like, bad, that you never felt that they were really going to lose the games, even if they're down 20. And that kind yeah. of reminded me of how it felt to be good, even though it's an illusion. It is. But you know what I used to like about the Big 3 Heat? And you always do this, Gianni. Like, you always make us go back to the Big 3 Heat, and I hate it that you do it, but now you've suckered me in. It's my- so fun! My favorite thing about the Big Three Heat was like watching another team, like their bench, get really hyped up, like when they got like an eight point lead. <laughs> and I was like, just wait, bitch. Just wait. <laughs> Here, flying death machines soon come and destroy mm-hmm. your entire world. Like, that was my favorite thing because they get so hyped up, like, oh, we're beat, you know. And I guess that's kind of, we're in their spot now. Like, when we get excited that we have a lead on the Warriors. And probably Warriors fans are like, yeah, just wait, Goron Dragic. We're going to, you know, we're coming. <laughs> just wait, Rodney Magruder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, O'Cara White, we're really afraid of you. So, we're on the other side of that coin right now, but I used to love that. Like, watching, like, you know, some scrub wave a towel. Like, all right, just wait, bitch. We're coming. Don't worry. What do you think teams are when like Okara White and Rodney McGrath oh are hitting? God, I would hate the Heat right now. Like I would what? Hate Rodney like, so what, much. Rodney, what Rodney McGruder did on that chase down, like not even a real steal, that like that phantom steal right. where he waved his hand under somebody's elbow and they yeah. lost the ball. What was it? That was Jabari, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I would lose my, you know what, mm-hmm. Brian? You saw that. Self-censored. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Wow. Very All right. My boy, yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would lose it if I saw a Rodney Magruder do that to my team. Yeah, I was like, what the hell just happened, man? <laughs> like, he did some, like, magic trick stuff and, like, what? <laughs> he did jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. Santeria. No, no, Santeria. Threw it out of bounds. <laughs> I would, like, when that guy starts hitting threes against the I mean, I guess that guy is Marcus Thornton, like, or Wade Ellington or whatever. Like, that would just drive me insane. Don't you ever speak that name again, Marcus Thornton. They wanted – how many times did he tried to get Marcus Thornton? Like, I because feel like every, it's the every Wayne, offseason they want him. It's the Wayne Ellington deal. You just want him to stop doing that to you. So you sign that guy. Like, Marcus Thornton doesn't even look like he belongs in a professional sports league. Like, and I don't know if he had an accident as a child or why his head looks like that, but I can't, I can't co-sign that at all. No, hold on, Allen, Allen Anderson on the Spurs. Have you seen? Oh, that, that son of a dude! Let me tell Wait, you, he's he's on the Spurs. Allen Anderson, yeah. No, he no. was. Oh, no, no, no. Who's the guy? Who's the Anderson guy on the Spurs with the big head? Kyle Anderson. Oh God, dude, that guy's head. No, Al- Allen totally... Anderson used to kill us. Whatever. Yeah, yeah no, he, he did. Played. He used to play for the Nets and the Raptors. But I'll tell you, if I ever see Patty Mills in the street, I'm going, I'm going full Oakley. Full Oakley. I won't even hit him. I'm going to slap him. But last year in the playoffs, he had that, that play that he took out like three guys on an inbound. Remember? Patty Mills? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't care. I hate Patty Mills and his towel waving ass. I hate that dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm fighting Patty Mills. You name the podcast. Alf will fight Patty Mills in the street. Brian. I hate Patty Mills. I that's the he is the, the towel wavingest scrub on the bench that I hate most out of any player in the history of the NBA. And then he comes in and just knocks down threes and only against the Heat. But like he's never played well against any other team in the history of in the history of his career. Uh, Stevenson evolved from towel swinging scrub to player you hate who's good to towel waving scrub again. <laughs> He's <laughs> in the whole parabola. 
<laughs> Spell parabola. Yeah, oh my oh god, my I was just going to say god. that. Oh. Casey. Casey. Do it. Can you spell the word chemotherapy? Yep. How? C H E. How does everybody know that? T H. You can stop right there. We're intelligent. Okay, Casey, guess how Gianni spelled chemo? With a K. She knows you. He spelled it K I M O. Oh my God. Like, we're having this super serious conversation in the chat about how much I love and respect Amber Wilson for her bravery and her candor. Like, I was like, oh, I, I, it, was, it was really, like, legit emotional. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're like we like we're big fans of Amber on this show. Uh, right. I like to say, we love you, Amber. Get well soon. You're the best. The morning show won't be the same without you. Um, I want you to come back so I can harass you to come on our podcast. But... <laughs> So we're having this conversation, and like it's yeah. emotional. I'm telling you, like I'm gonna like if it's something happened to Amber, I'd be in legit tears. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a, a punk like Gianni, but I would cry over something happening to Amber. And then he comes in and says, "Oh man, she might have to have chemo," and he spells it K I M O, and it was literally the most. Oh ridiculous misspelling I've ever seen in my life. And that's saying a lot because Johnny, you know, the spelling thing is not bad. Not Listen, his uh, strong suit, but no. he ain't willing. He ain't winning no spelling bees. No. But I mean, to spell chemo K I M O, like I was legit upset, like legit angry. Yeah. That sounds I like a great spell. idea. We should just have a spelling bee segment on the show. I I, I <laughs> couldn't spell discussion yesterday. Oh my god! You couldn't spell what? what? I couldn't spell discussion. What? I was doing an assignment and I just couldn't spell it, and I was very frustrated as to why the autocorrect would not like figure out or my. You're so wrong that it can't even figure out what you're trying to tell. All the time, all the time, and it was so. Russ, I had to Google it. I was so mad. Or what happened? Like as a kid, when when your friends were like know, books, are you just watching anime? Like, is it real? Well, it is I, ruining your life. I don't know. And it's like I'm a journalism student. I I mean, I'm not a great oh writer, but I write decent. You know, like, it's just it's we, I'm bad at spelling. Casey, Casey, we let Gianni edit our articles for a while until <laughs> we're like, I, he can't. Yeah, we just we didn't know. We didn't understand it was that. We thought it was like typos, you know. Whatever. He he's got. I his remember reading some of the his fingers are articles too, and being like, yeah. "Who is editing this?" We just, we just thought maybe like we just thought maybe his fat fingers were getting into different keys, like whatever. That but happen. no, it does happen too. No, but th- we just realized like he cannot spell at oh all. Gosh. Uh, I would we would, I would do videos for some like segments of the show, so I'd take like one minute clips and then I'd subtitle them, but then they were just ridden with misspellings. <laughs> So they stopped. I stopped doing them. It was so bad. And I would like check over it seven times and then I'd post it like a minute later. Harrison, like, dude, this is misspelled. Oh, this is misspelled everyone. This is an embarrassment. Yeah, no, we, you want to be credible, man. Everybody got so mad. No, they're right. Like, he would. Like, it'd be like really funny show moments. And I'm like, yo, Gianni, take this segment, one minute of the show, yeah. make a little bit. Vi- because like, we're like trying to get these things, what, what viral or whatever you call right. it. And we can't because everything is misspelled. It's going to go viral because of how bad the guy right. who posted it spells. Like, that's not why we want it to be viral. Exactly. But it is doubly funny because Gianni can't <laughs> use the English language. What did Crab say to you? English oh, that, is your... that English isn't my first language, but no language isn't my first language. No, see, you just butchered that. Yeah, what do you? No, he said he said that English isn't your first language, but he doesn't know if you have a first no. language. He said English is. You did it too. English is your oh. second language, and he's not sure if you have a first. Yes, yes. That was three times. Yeah. Three times. Thank you, Al. Al said the joke right. That was so bad. Yeah, well, but we built up to it. We're good. So, Casey, if you never want to come back on again, we understand. <laughs> no, no, it's fun. This is enjoyable. Hang up. Oh, my God. Can you believe these idiots? This guy can't uh, smoke chemotherapy. Yeah. Well, that's going to be said regardless. I've been following you guys for a while, so I know that's, you know, just part of the charm. That is true, Casey. You are, like, the greatest retweeter and favoriter of all Miami Heat-related tweets. I don't, I like, I told you guys, I love the content. I love the whole, you know, with the chemistry, with all, every, everybody. 
just it's just it's it's a fun show to listen to and there's good content but like it's not super serious like stat pound and all that stuff like it's you know a little bit of fun here and there and that's what makes a good podcast i think any good show it would be stat pounding if alf wasn't here yeah because when you guys try to i tell you shut up when we're left to our own devices (laughs) say we need you or leave casey did you ever listen did you listen to the episode when joy taylor was on well, wow. either way, we're having, a, that one, but... we're having a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're all laughing. It's so enjoyable. And then G goes on this 45-second, like, diatribe about <laughs> spread, defense. pick, and roll. And, <laughs> and, like, we just sat there like, what are you doing, dude? Like, right. we're having a good conversation. <laughs> no good conversation includes spread, pick, right. and roll. No, I remember... Ever. I remember just like 10 seconds of silence and Joey goes, wow, that was pause. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I almost hung up on the show. Oh my God. And you've hung up on the show before. Giving little fingers to our guests. I did. Shout out to Dutch and Kochi. That was my Oakley moment. <laughs> did you listen to the debate cast, Casey? I hope not. <laughs> it was the underground <laughs> podcast. Brian, do you remember our first uh, emailer that from Britain? Yeah, he wanted to bum cups with us. Yeah, he wanted to have beers with us. That was when we were a small little podcast from an iPad. And the number one heat fan in Canada. Oh, that's right. We were so international back then. <laughs> we had a heat fan in Canada, and we had an emailer from uh, from from Britain, and that was it. And we'd like beg for emails every show. Do you remember that? And now we get like mailbag questions left and right. From Anthony Chang. Anthony Chang. Yeah, we still well, we steal, we steal them from Anthony Chang. We don't really get our own mailbag questions. <laughs> I love how he knows the drill at this point. <laughs> did we use any of his last time? No. Do we want to do it? No? no. Did he have any good ones? Do we want to do that? Uh, give me a second to look, but it maybe. Okay, go. You go be a producer, and you go All right, look. Let me here, I just have something off topic, but like uh, last Friday, you know, a real Marlins fan, Mister Ratchet. Oh my God! Uh, you know he does his, now he's doing fryer hatchet or whatever fried hatchets. <laughs> and so last Friday, I'm scrolling my timeline. There's some puppies in a video, and five seconds later, there's Boo in a, in a very sexual way. And I'm just like, oh my God! And then he's just more and more. I'm just like, I hate this dude. <laughs> Listen, I am not offended easily, but real Marlins fan on Twitter, like, I I had to mute him. Like, I won't block him because I'm not going to block him for that. But I had to mute him. Like, that, like, because he will lure you in with a normal-looking video. Exactly. And then next thing you know is two girls, one cup, and you are grossed out and about to vomit. Exactly. But he did, like, yeah, last Friday he was going nuts. So, I, I mean, I'm guessing... I don't know if he's going to do a repeat performance this week, but that, that was just a side note while Brian was looking some stuff up. But I was just nope. like, I, I was I just like, that. oh, my God. Puppies puppies aren't supposed to be associated with that. <laughs> I have a puppy. I know. Brian has a cute little corgi. I've been at, like, meet, like waiting rooms for meetings, and there are, like, it's a bunch of people around me, and I'm, like, scrolling through my timeline, and all of a sudden it's, you know, it's, it's not civil for work things. And I was oh. like, oh, no. No, those are the worst. Those are the worst. Like when you click on a video and it's a, it's like a high, it's like a heat highlight or just like a basketball highlight. And then you click it and like for the first three seconds, it's a basketball highlight. And then like after that, it's a woman moaning really loudly. And like you are like, you're in a hot, you're in a doctor's waiting room. And now everyone thinks you're watching porn Mm -hmm. in the middle of the waiting room. Yeah, I muted him because it was just absolutely <laughs> disgusting, and I couldn't. You can't afford to be. You're around people constantly wherever you are. You cannot be scrolling through your timeline and get hit with like two girls one cup. Right. I'm trying it to think. Like yeah. autoplay, and it's just like so. Anybody standing behind you sees it, and it's like, whoa, whoa! I'm not into this stuff, man. I, <laughs> it was a, it's, it's real Marlins fan. It's yeah, you like, ain't no real Marlins fan. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Autoplay is the devil, by the way. Oh no, I I have autoplay. That's why I get caught by it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have a funny story. So, as everyone knows, I like anime, 
and I follow anime accounts. And I followed, I, I remember there was an account that was retweeting like a lot of fan art, and it was like really cool fan art. And I liked it, and it was a bot. So like it would tweet every 20 minutes. It's a funny story, jackass. <laughs> so I, th- I think I followed it one day of the week, and, and then comes Friday, and I, I guess they had like porn Friday. And I'm, and I'm in an elevator scrolling through Twitter and all of a sudden the most graphic hentai ever shows up and the three people behind me totally saw that. And I was so mortified because we got off on the same floor and we, had, we were going to the same client and they just kept staring at me. And was I'm like, oct- oh my God. Was it that was- octopus stuff that you were always watching? No, no, but it was like bondage. And I was like, oh, no, like, no, 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 no. I Casey, was going to die. You, you were surprised by Hentai Friday? Seems like a pretty normal I, but I, thing. No, that's not a thing I follow. I, I don't, like, it's not it's not what I follow the page for. It. I thought it was, like, fan art, and it was nice, and it was, like, really cool stuff, sure. and they'd even create no, the artist. No, that's fine. I mean, we know that's why you follow it, and you're just making the story up to make it yeah. seem like that's very we surprising. All know, we yeah. all know you like the octopus stuff. Casey, how attractive is a man that um <laughs> is way into anime? Like, that's how... very heteronormative of you. What? Um, I, how attractive... Okay, sorry. Uh, Casey, how attractive is anyone who's that Thank into... You. We're inclusive okay. here. Uh, not, not very. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm just being honest. I mean, like, you know... Yeah. Thanks. I mean, like, I get if you like cartoons and stuff, like, if you like South Park and some stuff like that, Family Guy, whatever, you know, I don't know. Trash. Anime stuff just, you know, takes a little, I don't know. That's fine. I'm fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, do you have our mailbag? Yes. <laughs> Play no, that's all, I, would, I would have ended the pod there, like, I'm fun at parties. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know, you're better in person because you don't talk about this stuff as much. Yeah, I don't. You seem to like get a platform, a microphone in front of your face, and you're just like <laughs> hentai anime. Let's go. But I haven't even. I don't even tweet about it much anymore because I made a separate account for it, so I don't bother you. And then you re- you retweet that account, retweet which is no, I don't. I when do I ever retweet that account? It, it's been it like one. I think I did it today because the joke was funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think you do it like once or twice a day, to be honest. No, I don't do it once or twice a day. Sometimes I accidentally tweet out of my account thinking it's the other account. That happens a lot. So that would that like would be included in. in one of... Yeah, skip it when you're congratulating yourself on a yeah. great yeah. show. <laughs> on a great anime gif. I'll, or I'll, gif. Sometimes, I'll sometimes favorite my stories to give them more impressions off the other account. I feel like I'm God, scared. that was so sad. Why did you just tell everyone that? Because that, those are stats that we use to go to sponsors and stuff. Brian, give me the mailbag, please. Welcome to a new segment we like to call the Heatbeat Mailbag. You've sent us your questions and hot takes using the hashtag MHBMailbag. Now it's our turn to give you our answers and tell you how wrong your opinions are. Yeah, we don't want your questions. Send them to Anthony Chang. Let me find his at so I can direct you there uh, perfectly. (laughs) At Anthony Anthony underscore Chang. Chang. C-H-I-A-N-G. Just direct everything there. And if you have hate mail, send it there, too. Okay, can I ask a question about Chang? Yes. Is he Asian or Hispanic? He's Cuban-American. Is Chang a normal Cuban last name? I don't think so. You would think his dad is Asian, no? Right. He doesn't look Asian. He looks very much Hispanic. He looks looks Spoish. Yeah, he looks... Yeah. Let's call him... Because like, in his profile, he he, he identifies as Cuban American, so does he? And he loves cop- that, maybe that's kind of just kind of you're in towards the local audience and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you could be Cuban American. You could be Cuban American because you like you know you like Platanos and stuff. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Are we calling out Anthony Chang for denying his heritage? No. I think I think he's an arrepentido. <laughs> it did sound bad. He's an arrepentido. What? So. Do you guys remember the joke when I asked him how many times his Hassan called him Coach Bo? <laughs> I don't remember that. I... Whenever you start asking me my questions. Oh my god. Do you remember I, when we thought I that thought movie? I went too far, but then he favored it and I was like, okay. That guy that guy gets the show, dude. Do you remember when we all thought that Hassan was the one calling um 
who um was it Gordon? Gordon, 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 Gordon yeah. Gordon. <laughs> it was Joe Johnson. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God Joe Johnson's out of my life, man. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. I can't give you a question. <laughs> All right, question. Play GM and assume that Bosch's salary is lifted off the Heat's salary cap. Who can the Heat realistically get, and who should the Heat pursue? Does this qualify as Bosch talk? Because we banned it. Oh, uh, no. Bosch it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Heat future talk. Well, okay. today's the one-year anniversary of his last game. So. Right. Okay. Oh. okay. Yeah, the Bobad sure. game. When Hassan it's, also, the- it's also the one-year anniversary of Deuces. It is. It is the one-year anniversary. Happy birthday, deuces, to Mr. Mike Ryan. Brian, do you have that liner? Can you play it? <laughs> Can you get... He has, Mike like, Ryan, three things going on right now. Podcast. We'll answer Reach the question while you try to figure it I'm out. I'm playing it. Shut up. It's Mike Ryan. Just finding out that my MTV podcast reached 100 episodes. Don't understand how. Deuces. Perhaps my least favorite heat podcast of all time. What? Happy uh, Harrison, do you want to answer the mailback question? Actually, no. Let, uh, let Casey answer the mailback question. Let, Casey, let yeah. Casey go. Okay. Do you remember the question? Be honest. It was something about Bosch and how much they have <laughs> if they leave or uh, let him go. Who's, who and... should he get? Who should he get? For Bosch's money, who, who should, should he get? Who should they target? Who should they target in the offseason? What a bad question, Anthony's readers. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought about it that much, but, I mean, you hear names like Blake Griffin thrown around, and I don't know if I like that either, but somebody else. Right answer. I really don't. I <laughs> Just pass. I love the indifference. <laughs> Anthony, your readers suck. Well, if, I'll, I'll, I'll take the question, uh, okay, and everyone's going to call me a racist. Me. Everyone's going to call me a racist, but I think uh, they should go you. after Gordon Hayward. Hey! <laughs> I don't think he'll. I don't really know if he's going to use. Uh, if he's going to leave Utah because he's probably very comfortable there, surrounded by other white people. Uh, <laughs> but and they can offer him the most money. But that's a guy who I could see could I'm be sure. very good in our system, who could be maximized here. And you just want Harrison. guys that can shoot. That's what I, I just want guys Harrison. that can shoot. Well, yes, Harrison. His hair belongs on South Beach. It does. I'm sorry. Here's not not no. Actually, it doesn't belong to South Beach. It belongs to Fort Lauderdale. Yes. Yes, that's right? a Fort Lauderdale haircut. That is a Fort Lauderdale haircut. Like, he belongs in spring break at Blondie's in Fort Lauderdale fighting bouncers. Like, that's where that guy belongs. With a with a, with a a tank top and board I, shorts. I've been, yes. I've been on this bandwagon forever. He's a heat, like, he is a heat player. Is he? Yeah. Like, like he's a guy, like, he's heat culture. Defense, pretty, grind. You're list. just you're just doing the white guy thing. No, I'm not. But that's what like he's a really good defender, ball handler, shooter. He does everything on a court. He's like the, he honestly LeBron like. The interesting thing about free agency is they always talk about that extra year that the that his team can offer him. They like the Jazz can offer him five years. Um, but you have to think about like they always mention that money is like oh he can make X amount more money not realizing that he's going to get a fifth year somewhere else so you just have to find the difference between those two realize that the Heat offer a lot plus no state income tax and hope that they could sell him on leaving I mean I, I don't think it's that likely um, free agency just got a lot tougher with the new uh, CBA but that's kind of what you're hoping for uh, with the money that uh, you'll eventually be able to create by cutting Bosch I think to get a guy in, at his caliber, like a really good player leaving a decent team, is you're going to have to get two at the same time. You're going to have to get him to come with a commitment from another star because they're going to want to contend. Blake yeah, like and Gordon? Like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying that it would have to be something like that for him because why would he leave to come play so with James Johnson? Every, everyone's like, why would Blake leave the Clippers? Okay, let's say the Clippers have another just – you know, disappointing year where they don't get out of the second round. Can he look around that locker room and say, well, these guys can take me back here next year? Well, CP3 is a free agent next season. Yes, but I mean, but I'm saying that whole team, can they look around at what they've built and say, yeah, yeah, let's run this back again next year. That's, I mean, they're, they're, they've kind of reached their limit, right? I th- I think it's unfortunate that they play in the West and the Warriors aren't a great matchup for them. But 
No, it's not, because I hate their style of basketball. I hate that team. What I team? hate Doc Rivers. No, the Clippers. It's great yeah. that they play in the West because I never have to see them too far into the playoffs. I think Doc Rivers might be the most overrated coach in sports right now. I agree with you 100%. Brad I don't Stevens. Think, I don't think Doc is anything special. Brad Stevens. Uh, and Brad I Stevens. think that... What's happening? Brad Stevens. No, he's good. No, Brad no, he Stevens is overrated. He's not overrated because he hasn't, like... They don't no, he call is, him. No, he is overrated. He is but he's great. not as overrated as Doc. Yeah, but he's I think not... Doc he's, is more overrated. See, Doc is considered a good coach and he sucks. Brad Stevens is considered a great coach, but he's just, like, pretty good. So, yeah, Doc, Doc Rivers is way more overrated. No, but, Alf, I agree with you. I think the, Cl- the Clippers have kind of reached their max. I mean, they have all this money tied up in older guys. DeAndre Jordan's a good player, but you need so much more around him to... Like, if he had went to the Mavericks, you would have seen that he's, you know, he's great on that team. So if Chris Paul decides to leave, or if Blake Griffin decides to leave, or if, he, if a year, J.J. Reddick or, decides to Or elsewhere. if they spend money on Carmelo Anthony. I want them to bring in Carmelo so bad. Because that is that that is the poison pill that will break up that team and have those good players go, you know, go play. I, th- I think I think he helps them out. Yeah, I know, but the Mello situation in New York is so weird. Like Mello doesn't want to leave to spite Phil Jackson, and Phil Jackson is constantly trashing him, which you'd think would lower his trade value. It's just at a point where when the when the contract negotiations were going on, and you were like, "This is Mello's chance to leave," and he decided to take the money. You're just not understanding why he took... I mean, you know why he took the money, but why did Phil... Um, you know, why, did Phil, why didn't Phil just let him leave? It didn't make any sense. Alf, I kind of think, and Harrison, I think that DeAndre, in a way, I think giving him that money was a mistake only because I just think that they can be better with a guy at the four that can shoot and Blake Griffin at the five. I think in this new NBA, they're trying to play. They're trying to play two bigs, and I know they have. A, I know they have a really, really, really good offense. I think it could be better. Yeah, well, they, they locked DeAndre kind of, Jordan in his house to sign. You know, to not sign. I, the I just think that's. A, so. I think that was a mistake, and I think that that's. Not, and it's not a slight on DeAndre because I think he's good, but I just think he's their limiting factor in this equation. And I I'm think not, having. I'm. I'm not doing in-depth Clippers talk. Brian, next question. <laughs> I was so ready for this. Like you were like you were you wanted to really break down the Clippers. Oh my god, I wanted to talk about Carmelo at the four just, with Blake. I, yeah. I just wanted to make fun of the Clippers. You took it too far. Let's move on. <laughs> no, but I, Johnny, I agree with you. Like they're they're they made a mistake. You guys can do another show where you guys break down the Clippers. <laughs> we'll do a post game. Next question. We have last right. question. Last question. We got two questions left. Uh, this one comes from at Yabo Lani. He's asking, what's your updated win total prediction for the Heat? Oh, my God, Chang, your questions stink. Oh, my God. 45. Uh, what's, our re- what's our record right now? We're 23. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? 45, George Sedano. Oh, no, no, no. There's 29 games left. We have 23 wins, so... Um, we only have to go 18-11 to finish 500. I'm going to stick with what I said before the season. I thought that he were going to be 40 and 42, so that's fine. Alf, Casey? I'll go 38 wins. That's realistic. Alf? 52. <laughs> I mean, they win every single Cassidy game. Cassidy Hubbard to join our show and wallow in our nonsense. <laughs> I think you just butchered her name. Cassidy yeah. Hubbard. Yes, oh. I said it right. It sounded like you, you said, said Hobberth before. Like, I have a retainer. It was definitely, it was, it was a little, it was, it was definitely breathy. It was Frodo-ish. Yeah. Hobbit. Call me fat hair. No, no, I just thought, I mean, not, not now. Yeah, I call it I got my eye on you. I know. All right, Brian, our final Anthony Chang crappy <laughs> mailback question. This one's my favorite. So this one's coming from at Romeo Tabayo Young. He's guessing. Wait, wait, wait. Who are these people? No, hold on. I, I, I want to get into that after because I want Brian to read their Twitter bios after. Like, <laughs> Romeo Tabayoyoung. Like, who is that? Brian, what's what is this? What is this? What is? Let this, me just uh, ask the question first. We'll get to that looks. Okay, fine. Yes. Right, he's asking. Looks like Dion Lippin badly after D game. Shluna have been allowed to go back after tweaking his uncle twice. Is it serious? Wait, he said uncle instead of ankle. He said uncle. 
is he asking for an injury update on Dion Waiters? Yeah. And he said all of that nonsense? Yes. <laughs> Anthony no, he... Chang, you need new <laughs> listeners. Come right for your beat. Ours are funny. <laughs> he asked every single beat said... writer. <laughs> He's saying Spo shouldn't have bro- uh, let That's uh, all Dion he asked. Play. His entire Mr. Twitter... Feed is him asking about injury updates to every single key personality. <laughs> Brian, can you read this gentleman's Twitter bio for the? He audience? has no Twitter bio. He doesn't have a Twitter bio. How many followers does he have? He has thirty-six. Oh, really? <laughs> all bots. We all had thirty-six can, can followers we, at one. Oh, this one's so great. <laughs> at, at higher heapy, because one man can't carry the whole team. It's five on five. I guess this is why we're rolling calls. We get others involved. We win as team, not as one. What, what accent are you making? Are we making? Are we making fun of like Gianni's are tweets? Are you making fun of something, Brian? What the hell's wrong with it's you? Romeo Tabayoyong. What, why? What, what accent were you speaking in? Romian. Romanian. We have sponsors. Don't be offensive. Don't be an asshole. That's Romanian. Oh my you god. You went to Europe. You sound like some bum ass Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I, I, I went doing, to the Italian I, restaurant and I asked for two pieces of toast. We're like, you better ah! not piece of no toast, you son of a bitch. God, you're so bad. I hate you. I want to do that was an Anthony Chang Cuban Asian accent. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.